Welcome to Bodybuilding and Bollocks, episode number eight. We finally have Luke back from his hiatus. Where the fuck did you go for two weeks? Vegas. Yeah, you. Where'd you go? <laughs> to Vegas. Oh, that's right. You did that thing, the Olympia. Yeah, that fucking... How did that go? Not as planned. Why? Tell. Let's just get all of it out in the open because well, everybody's probably one. The, me freaking out on the sh- as I did on the show and to you, I think I was right. Simple as. Well, you might have been right at the time, but it doesn't mean it was going to end up like that. Why did it? No, I mean, I just wasn't tight enough. I wasn't because where Chris had pushed, kept my weight high to stop me from falling Going too, too far. Yeah. And I think it just backfired a little bit. Huh. That's all. And I think I needed to start coming down again a bit sooner. So what was your stage weight uh, at the Olympia? As a guess, it, around 260. Like in the morning, did you weigh yourself or no? About at least 260. Yeah. So you think, you, you think you're think you better at like 255 or something like that? Way better, way better. Yeah. Yeah, you were a little off. But to me, to me, it didn't look like a conditioning issue, issue as much as it looked like uh, – I don't know what's going on with our connection here. Can you hear me still? Yeah, you uh, To me, it didn't look like a connection, uh, a conditioning issue as much as it looked like you're just tired. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So that's why it's like people are like, oh, what went wrong? Um, 11 months of dieting happened. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when people say, oh, well, you can do three, three shows in a row. Like, yeah, you can do three shows in a row when they're two weeks apart, not when they're fucking four months apart. Yeah, I just think, I kind of agree that's what it was. It was just... One of those, I just burnt out. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. Tampa was just one too many shows. If I didn't have to do Tampa, fine. I think that would have happened to me in 2015. Like, I look back at it now and I wish I, I would have done the Olympia because I haven't done anything since. But when I won my first show that year, it was uh, like the first weekend of May. Yeah. And then I won uh, Vancouver in July and then I did Tampa Bay in August. So I had been dieting all the way from April or February, February, all the way through. And I was so fucking tired after, uh, my body felt so tired after Dallas. I was like, if I do the Olympia, I'm going to look like shit. Yeah. So I kind of know, and that was a shorter period of time than you're, you're. Yeah. I mean, I should have known really. I, I, I mean, I should have seen all the signs, but I just like the Olympia. I can't fucking pull out of my way. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I passed on a whole bunch of them and now I tell everybody uh, whenever they're getting ready, I'm like, don't, I'm like, just do it, man. Just do it anyway. Do your best. And that's all that matters. Yeah. So where did you end up? What was the final placing? 11th. Oh, you're the sad part about that is not the 11th. The sad part well, the about sad part is they called me. I was top 10 and I waited backstage for three hours with the rest of the guys in the top 10. Well, that's because you're in the second call out. How did that happen? They just kept moving. Like you just ended up. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty fair. So, yeah. I mean, it's still better than a lot of guys have done on their first Olympia. And yeah. I don't have a problem with it. I think they penalized me because I think I didn't deliver on what they wanted me to do. Because a lot of them, a lot of the guy, I think a lot of people considered me a shoe in for that top six. Some, a lot of people did. Just, just purely based on my performances. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I fell and they <clears throat> penalized me heavily for that. They didn't penalize really, but they penalized me. That's because, you know why though? No, I know. I can believe what I know. Rolly, Rolly consistently comes in out of shape. So they're like used to him like yeah. not coming in great all the time. And then whereas you as kind of set a standard for yourself. Exactly. 
but it does make but you do make a good point because Roley set a standard for himself last year at the Arnold. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah. yeah, and he showed up and he was like a totally different and then if you notice, I don't know if you saw the show the Italy show this weekend. Mm-hmm. Great. Role, if that Roley would have shown up, who knows? Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Maybe. It's really the, the bigger it is, this is I think this is what Chris actually, this is one of his like the C twoisms. He said the bigger you it's like the bigger you are, it's like the bigger the plane, the more difficult it is to land. Yeah. I can see that. That's, that's why I get frustrated when people are always like, why can't the open guys get shredded like the classic guys? And I'm like, because the classic guys are fucking not worried about holding on to every pound of muscle they've put on. Most of them are trying to make weight so they can like shred that extra couple pounds. There is a, fi- there is a fine line. There is a fine line. Yeah. It's like, I mean, my, I've always said the condition is just getting rid of all your body fat and then drying out. And that's what, you, what your condition looks like. And I've, Kind of said that to Chris now. He's like, dude, like the only thing that matters is that when I get to the hotel a week out from the show, all my body fat is completely gone. Yeah. That's all that matters. I think but that's, it's not, but that's not all that matters though. With, with a guy your size. Yeah. That's, I think that's, yeah. That's the tricky part is with a guy your exactly, size. Exactly. Yeah. That should be the, this is what people don't understand. That's, that's all that matters. Yeah. But you, like we've said before, you, it's very difficult to get there without sacrificing a lot along the way. So yeah. You have to, I mean, I'm sure it is, there is a way to get there. It's just really fucking hard, and it's different every time. It is different every time, and that's the most fucked up part because you could do one prep and you're like, okay, I got, I got the formula, yeah. and then you get ready for the next prep and you're like, how come my body's not doing the same thing? Yeah, it did fucking three months earlier or six months earlier yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But no, it, it is that hard because, like you said, you'd think if all your body fat was gone, there's nothing left to do. Yeah. But with the amount of muscle you carry, there's water manipulation and there's glycogen stores and it's all this. Like your glycogen stores are not the same as Chris Bumstead's glycogen stores. You know what I'm saying? Like for him to get for him to get absolutely peeled is going to be a lot easier to fill that little amount of muscle. Not little amount of muscle, but it's a lot less muscle to fill out than somebody yeah. your size. I mean, I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to say I make excuses. I was, I mean, but it is a lot more difficult than people give us credit for. Yeah, I, I, I do. I don't think people understand. It's going to be, it's going to continue to be hard for them to understand. Cause even, even if you point to guys in the nineties, well, like all well, the guys in the nineties got shredded. And I'm like, even if you ask Kevin Lavroni, he's like, yeah, but these guys are a lot bigger. Like most also, of they also fucking didn't. Because I mean, not many people have strayed to glutes in the nineties. No, but if you look at all the video, and this is people laugh at me when I say this because they think I'm fucking around, but I'm serious. The video quality matters. Yeah. If you take a grainy ass video and you get a, a you know, everybody on stage, it's like it's like turning up the structure all the way on your Instagram photo. Yeah. So there is a difference, but um what did you think of the Olympia overall? Because a lot of people were disappointed overall in the in the physiques. <laughs> people say that every year, man. I'm asking you because you're standing there. I'm not asking because I agree. If you're disappointed with the physiques, hey, you're fucking blind. <laughs> it's the Olympia. It's the best body. Well, I think I'm going to play devil's advocate. I think on their end, they're thinking they're not used to seeing, like Roley was out of shape. Dexter kind of missed the mark a little bit they kind of felt like everybody kind of missed the mark just a little. Maybe, but or does that just mean the lighting wasn't great and the pictures weren't great and the videos aren't great? 
Um, I think I'll, I'll give you the, the lighting and the videos was not great. No, so maybe the, that's actually more of the, that's probably the culprit more so. Yeah. Than everyone coincidentally being off. Because like I look at pictures of uh, Breon. Yeah. When I saw Breon in the video, I didn't feel like he looked that hard. Exactly. So, so and, I mean, I think then I look at I look at the photos and he's like dry yeah. as fuck, like just strided. Yeah. So it's probably the, a lot to do with the lighting. Yeah. Could give off the wrong impression. More, more so than everyone just being off. Yeah. Because even Hardy didn't look like Vancouver Hardy. But I, that's I think what a lot of people were saying too, though, is Hardy. Even Hardy wasn't in the shape that people are used to seeing him. You think? Do you just think he was? It has to be the lighting because he's the most consistent bodybuilder ever. But when you saw him, when you were standing there, did you yeah. think he was peeled? Yeah. Tell you what, yeah. Hardy's not a big man. No? No, nope, not at all. Like in comparison to who? Like next, standing Ooh. next to him yourself? When I was the next one, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm way bigger than this guy. <laughs> like, way, like, way bigger. Okay, wait a minute. In stature. So in, in, wait a minute. His muscle is so dense and separated. Yeah. He projects like nothing I've seen. But that's what I'm trying to say is that you're, when you look at him in structure wise, you're like, I'm a lot bigger, but muscularity, is he packing on the same amount of muscle as you? Or is it just that it's so shredded that it looks great? He's packing on a lot of muscle, but because he's not a big person, yeah, it's not the same amount of muscle. I see what you're saying. But he's on his frame it is hanging off him, but it's so just dry. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He, I thought he looked phenomenal. I actually, I had him battling um, Brandon for first. Yeah. I had him ahead of Bonac. Hardy's freaky because he's so peeled and detailed. His physique is actually not very nice. Really? There's something off with it. I think it might be his arms and shoulders look a little bit T-Rex. But he's not... I doesn't told- have those big, thick, round arms. Yeah. He's very thin in the forearms. His biceps are quite short and peaked. Yeah. He doesn't have that big belly on the tricep. It's just, which is a big, like if you look at when you look at like Justin Compton when he used to do a front double, like, yeah. so much roundness, so much going on there. That's yeah. something he doesn't have. And I think it, I think it affects it, the look to me. Yeah. If something's off. Do you think it's his conditioning and density that's carrying him through all yes, these shows? Yeah, the fact he's very balanced in that respect and, the, and his condition's incredible, his muscularity's incredible, his symmetry's great, he's big. So Do you think he, I think he would have won the 212, right? You think you agree with that? Yeah, all day. You think he would have been better off going to 212 and winning? Nope. He still took home 100 grand, eh, for third or something like that? Is it $100,000? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all for a day's work. Um, what do you think? Where do you think Flex is going to fit in next year? Mm, I don't know. Because, again, Flex isn't a big man, but he projects huge. Not that one has his big thick round forearms. Can you imagine Hardy with Flex's arms? Well, this is what I'm saying is I see Hardy in third, and then I think Flex is better than Hardy. Yeah, I would agree. I mean he comes I'll in just as see. he gets in just as good a shape and he's more complete. We'll have to see. He's got a smaller waist. I mean he's definitely got more detail in the back, like his back double. So Will Flex. Will Flex have that detail at a higher body weight? I think so. That guy's like, I think he's going to look better at a higher body weight. Because I, well. yeah. I think he's been forcing. 
Yeah, he's been forcing himself to get down to 212. I don't think he's naturally, like, comfortable there. No. So I think he's going to look much better and freakier. I agree. At, like, 225 or 220, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? I think Hardy was only, like, 217 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, what do you think everybody else is going to feel like next year when everybody comes back? Because we're missing, like, three or four other people. <laughs> doesn't matter. It does matter. It doesn't where do you think Brandon's going to fit in next year? You think he's going to win again? I don't think. I think someone else will win it next year. That's how the Mr. Olympia is going to be. It's going to be like the Arnold. For the next ten years, it'll be someone different. You might get two in a row, and then it'll be someone different. Then you might get another one. It'll, be, it'll always be different. What if Phil comes back? He's not coming back. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> because that's what he told me. He told you flat out he's not coming back. He just, I just basically said, "Are you coming back?" And he was like, nah. "And he just." I don't believe me. it. But, he, but I think what he, I think I think Phil is just focusing a lot more on business. But I guess he might come back. I think it's absolutely ridiculous for him not to come back when he has such a good chance of winning again. Yeah, but then again, maybe he wants to just focus on businesses now. I understand that, but your business can only be better if you're also Mr. Olympia. But that didn't work with gifted nutrition, did it? Like, no, but I think I, his I think the people he was working with with gifted nutrition were different. Okay. I think it seems. Well, I mean, I, I would love it if he came back. I'm not I just. Sure, I think it'll be another Kai thing this time next year. We'll hit, well, sorry, like kind of July, June next year. Everyone will be like, is Kai coming back? Is Phil coming back? And they'll both be making little memes and hints. And no, neither. I've kind of, I've kind of written off Kai. I don't think Kai's going to come back. I, that one is different because I think Kai had some type of issue with the Olympia committee or something. But I think Phil, I don't know, man. He's like two wins away, which is not easy, but he's two wins away from being the all-time champ. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't even think he'd win it anymore. I don't, because it's not the same Phil Heath. It's not going to be the same one. You think if he came back, he wouldn't win it? No, I don't think he would. <laughs> not, but, uh, I mean, you're, you're, yeah, but you're, you're thinking he's going to come back Phil Heath how he was when he was at his prime. He's not going to be like that. The last two years he competed, he was drastically worse. Each well, time. I'll say this. Even, Why would he all of a sudden be better again? Well, time off... And he also re- had surgery on his stomach again. So who knows if that was the, yeah, the, the culprit. But what I'm saying is this. I was really happy for Sean when he won. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he convincingly beat Phil. And there was nobody else other than Sean comparing to him, really. Yeah. So I don't know why Phil... Brandon's wouldn't... a different animal. We don't know what Big Rami's going to do. Yeah. Hardy again. Bonak's again getting better. Or is he? It's difficult. I feel like Bonak is reaches limit like there's not much muscle you can pack much more muscle that you can pack on that frame and he's already detailed like crazy yeah so i am interested to see what brandon does by next year because he keeps improving every single year he's putting on more and more mass so i'm curious yeah. to see what it'll look like next year yeah. i mean i just think it's crazy that two years ago he came dead last yeah was that two years ago two years ago fucking two years ago. gotta go gotta go to kuwait <laughs> Kuwait. No. Have you thought about going to Kuwait? <laughs> no, definitely not. Not no. for you. Just there's no chance. Nope. I can get all the same shit they have, and I prefer the way I train. And I think that everyone that goes there just gets bigger, not better. And that's not what I need. Well, you can't say Brandon didn't get better. But Brandon hasn't got any more separation. He's got less separation in detail than he used to. Have. You're right. He doesn't have more separation, but he did need the size, I guess. All of the guys who go to Kuwait have less detail and separation than they used to have. 
Yeah, I think I can agree with that. And that's something I don't want. And because yeah. that's, that's the last thing that I need. I know I need more detail and separation. I don't that's right. That. You already have the size to go yeah. to do what you need to do. Um, I uh, while you were away, I decided to start my own supplement company. I did see that. I was going to bring that. What's happening? <laughs> I think we're launching uh, at the end of the year. So like mid December, mid mid December, like beginning of January. That sounds like a big undertaking. When did you? Well, I've had the formulations in my head for a couple of years, and obviously some like some new ingredients have come out since then. So I keep reformulating and reformulating. But I was always always under contract with someone, so I couldn't uh, couldn't make it happen. So so how did that work this time? Because you were you were caged, right? Well, I'll tell you the truth. I actually offered the deal to caged first. This is yeah. this is what I love. I, I love I love numbers people more. Like they make me laugh. Yeah. I offer the, the the deal to caged first, and I said, "Why don't we do this together?" I think your supplements are pretty good, but they could use something. They need something. They're just not. They're not hard. They're not bodybuilding. I don't want to say anything bad about them. They're just not bodybuilding supplements. So I said, uh, why don't we do this together and we can do a a different line, like a pro series or caged extreme or some shit like that. Right. They said, no, they're like, we don't think there's a market for hardcore bodybuilding. (laughs) I'm like, tell tell Rich Piana that. Tell, tell, tell mutant, tell animal. I'm like, what do you? That's what I actually I brought up animal because I, I brought I brought up rich piano and I brought up animal, and they're like, oh, they're not doing that well. I'm like, yes, they are. What the, what fuck? the fuck are you talking about? They've been around for twenty most, fucking like, years. Most, most like the brands that are still supporting hardcore bodybuilding, especially in Europe. Yeah. I'm a fever. I'm like, I don't know how any of these companies are, and all of them are probably fucking smashing it. Yeah, but yeah. There is a market for hardcore bodybuilding. It's just the but the problem is. Most people don't know how to market hardcore bodybuilding. Well, the thing is this. I think most of the supplement companies that are doing well are hardcore bodybuilding. I agree. It's like that's – that's because what I notice is whenever companies decide to go off the rails, like, oh, we're, we're going to be more mainstream. We want to we sell to like fucking the Olympics and, that, and they, you know, like muscle tech. They decided to go mainstream. All of a sudden, nobody fucking wants to buy their shit no more. But when they were hardcore bodybuilding, they had Jay and fucking Phil and, yeah. you know, Branch Warren and every, yeah. that's when they were their biggest. They had you as well. They had me back in the day as well. But I mean, that was their, that was their thing. So it was like, yeah. I'm trying to recreate that. I was like, fuck this. You know what? I don't want to do this shit but, where. But in all fairness, like brands like Animal, Redcon, I mean, Redcon have everything else as well. They've kind of got a finger in every pie. Yeah. Darren's very good at that. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. And then, but if you look at Mutant Animal, Redcon, um, five percent and then even i would even say cytec they're still doing yeah. there's a lot yeah. of brands that are still their bread and butter is bodybuilding and they're doing very well because the fact of the matter yeah, is this has steel. i said this in my last podcast listen the one thing i the, there's one thing i hate more than anything if a person owns a supplement company and they fucking hate bodybuilding i don't want to be around them no. i don't want to i don't want to represent their brand because i'm like you're just using these people for their money you don't actually appreciate what they're going through and, um, you know, a really, really simple thing. I had a guy tell me that my intro workout was too, uh, mild tasting. And I'm like, you don't use intro workout, do you? And he goes, no, I don't. I'm like, well, how would you know that then? He's like, well, I just let the taste. And I'm like, if I'm going to drink something for an hour, 
while I'm training and I'm sweating my ass off and everything. I don't want it to be sweet. I want it to like kind of quench my thirst. Yeah. You want it to have a, like a subtle sweetness? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah so, you know sometimes you make like three different types of pre-workout? Yeah, yeah. You know, all it, different flavors and you yeah. drink it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want that while I'm doing my intra workout. So, But my point of what I'm saying is that's what the numbers guys don't get. That's why when you get a company like Jeff Long's company or like Seth Ferrosi's company or like Jason Ha's company, they're like, they know what the shit's supposed to taste like. They know what ingredients to put in it because they're like. If you if you do look at every company that's been taken over by the numbers guys, they've completely dropped off the map. Look at BSN. It's true. It's, it's true. Today. It's 100% true. Not because it's. BSN, they've all just, like, just disappeared. Because it's very simple. If you let's say you're going to try to sell to CrossFit people, no offense to CrossFit people, but most CrossFit people are like, they're going to buy one tub of branch chains or essentials every fucking two months. Mm-hmm. They're going to use it here and there sparingly. A hardcore bodybuilder is going to fucking use that shit every day. Yeah. So it's like that's where your market is. That's who the the people that are actually using your I shit. Also, hardcore bodybuilders don't always compete. These little loves, but the people. That's true. You cut out for a second. Just a hobby. They don't even compete. You cut out for a second. You cut out for a second. Start over. You said something. Yeah, Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. So I'm saying, like, if hardcore bodybuilding, because for a lot of people, they don't compete. It's just a hobby. Yeah. Those people who take up golf as a hobby, they still spend a fuckload of money on golf balls and golf clubs and having the best stuff. It's the same with bodybuilding. If it's a hobby, you want the best stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Almost especially if it's a hobby. Yeah. No, I um, I'm excited. We I finally got like exactly the formulation I want. It's not what it's not. What's that? Hostile supplements. Hostile supplements. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm excited, man. Cause it's like, there's a lot of ingredients I always want in certain products that I can't always find altogether. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to just be able to put all the shit in one. The guy at the manufacturing plant's like, you know, this is going to cost a lot of money. Eh? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I want all that shit in that bottle and I want everybody to fucking try it. And it's, I'm like, I don't care. He's like, this isn't what companies do when they start. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like this, <laughs> like, so, so I might sink my ship before we get started, but I, I can, I can see where you're going with it. It sounds good. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what happens, but, uh, so that's going on. And, uh, I'm, I'm having my first coffee in like eight weeks. If that's what? I'm having my first coffee in like five weeks. Oh yeah, you had the little details. How'd it go? How'd it go? I got my blood pressure down, like with Dante's help. Mm-hmm. I, I posted about today. I got it down to like one fourteen over sixty five or something. So like that, so. that was something I'm sure the viewers are going to want to know some of that. So do I. Well, I put another. I put another video up, actually, like explaining it all. But the main, there's a bunch of shit, man. I stopped taking stimul- stimulants. I reduced like my salt intake. I went off all my gear pretty much, except for like two or three hundred milligrams a week. And uh, I feel like a little bitch. <laughs> but, but now that I got uh, everything back to normal, I'm going to do my blood work so everything goes and I can start getting ready for 2020. Yeah. Nice. So, did you, did you use any ACE inhibitors or anything? Uh, the last two weeks, actually, no, it hasn't even been two weeks. It's been about a week. I don't think it's an ACE inhibitor. I think it's called a beta blocker. Okay. There's a pill called uh, Azul Sartan. It's like the newest 
It's like Lisinopril, but it's like the newest generation of it. Yeah, I use I use Lisinopril. I don't need to. I just Justin Harris always advised that to me, and I've been using it. And my kidney health and my blood pressure has been fine all, the whole time. Okay, well, I'll tell you what my doctor told me, and then you can do with it whatever you want. But I asked him for Lisinopril, and he said apparently um, they've done studies in the last two or three months that have linked uh, Lisinopril is an ACE inhibitor, right? Yes. So it linked ACE inhibitors to lung cancer. Really? Yeah. So he wouldn't give it to me. He's like, I'm going to give you this one instead. It's not an ACE inhibitor. So I'll put it for you guys that are listening. I'll put it. I'll put the name. Yeah, that's, uh, interesting. that's interesting. Yeah. I'll put the name in the uh, description and you can check it out. But, um, or just watch the last YouTube video. It's all written out there for you. Good. Yeah. Anyway, what else is going on? What's on next? What's up next for you? Just taking a break. Yeah, probably. I mean, I might train towards the back end of this week. I might do a couple of days, take the weekend off. Yes. Oh, you haven't trained or anything? I'm trained. I've done nothing. No. Nothing. And how long has it been? Two weeks now? No, like eight days. Oh, it's only been like yeah, it's only been a week since the Olympia. So it's been about two. It's been about ten days since I've trained. So and how do you feel? I feel better. Last night I used my CPAP machine for the first time in about two months, and I was I woke up this morning. Like, Fuck! I feel amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think I'm going to use that for the rest of the week. I've got an appointment with a surgeon on Wednesday to have a look at my have my hernia cosmetically repaired. Yeah. It's oh shit! Can I tell you something about that? Be careful. Okay, I, I, I don't want to sit here and feel like I'm always preaching to you. You're, everything you're doing is awesome. I just want to tell you to be careful because I got my hernia surgery repaired, yeah. and I feel like ever since I haven't been able to control my stomach the same. But they did surgery in two different places on my abdomen, so I don't know if that's why. Well, my this well this this hernia has been repaired. This is this is the oh repair. it is the repaired already. That's already has mesh there. I just need them to make it look like you can't. So I just need to make it then cosmetically tidy. Oh, up. okay, okay, okay. Or do something. Okay. But I'm going to see the surgeon. I'm seeing a specialist in London on Wednesday, so I'm hoping that he'll have a good answer for me because I can't imagine this surgery is going to be cheap. So. Why aren't you guys covered there? Don't you have universal health care? No, we have we have an NHS, but. I don't want to waste their money and time getting a hernia fix for bodybuilding competitions <laughs> because it's not, <laughs> not impact. I'm take on them. I'll just pay for it. And I don't actually believe that side. I don't think they do hernias anymore unless it's life threatening. Yeah. That's how our, our healthcare is. If it's like an elected surgery, you still have to pay for it. Like if it's cosmetic, you still have to pay for it. Yeah, which I'm happy because mine is mostly cosmetic. I also, I mean, I want them to just look at it anyway because I want to see if it's causing any problems. I don't think it is. Yeah. It makes training abs difficult because it pinches. Um, so, I, I mean, again, that's one of my things I want. That's one of the reasons I want to get the surgery so it looks really good. And I also yeah. want to get it so I can, for the whole rest of the year, I can train my abs. Yeah. In a way and try and, and, and really want to get my waist as small as possible for next year. Yeah, yeah. I've it's been wearing... Because I don't really train them. So I want, I want like straight and obliques. So I want everything just crisp. How do you plan on... How do you... Tell... Let me... What's your plan on how to get your waist, waist back? Well, waist trainer, I'm going to wear my belt really tight when I train. And yeah. I'm going to not overeat because I don't need any more muscle. Okay. So this is what I've gathered from asking every single person that's on my podcast, how to shrink their waist. Um, Patrick Moore had the most interesting answer. Okay. So you know when most powerlifters, when they do a squat, they take a really deep breath and they hold it and then they squat with their core like blown up. 
he said he blows out all the air on all his concentric movements and then inhales on the eccentric. Okay. And he said what it does is it relaxes the core muscles for the concentric portion of the movement. So you're not using your stomach like to lift like on a leg press or, you know what I mean? I tried it the other day. It kind of makes a lot of sense. That's interesting. I don't know if that's the answer, but. No, but I think, I think just because I've basically in the past done nothing. I've just done a couple of crunches a week. Yeah. Didn't really do that many because it hurts. (laughs) And then want a waist trainer in preps for like some of it. I haven't really committed fully and I learned how to do a vacuum and it made a big difference. Well, I think the biggest thing was learning how to do a vacuum. I, I can't learn it how to do it. Well, at the Arnold, my waist was perfect. Uh, yeah. The Olympia, it wasn't. I had a, I had a food bug about ten days out. I didn't yeah. eat any two days. I was just shitting and fucking throwing up the two yeah. days. Yeah. And then it, I mean, it clearly that didn't that wasn't a problem. That didn't cost me any time. I was very very dry afterwards. I was like, wow, I actually looked better than I thought. Yeah. The, even right now, my digestion still isn't perfect. And I th- and it it definitely affected my food going into the last kind of week. Like everything I ate just sat in my stomach. Yeah, yeah. It just um, wouldn't, wouldn't digest. I, you know, when you eat a meal, you fill out, you like, you feel it. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing's happening. I think your stomach's kind of like mine, man. If I, everything's not digesting perfectly, I feel blocky. Yeah. Like it just doesn't sit right. Digesting the whole prep was perfect until I had that food bug. Yeah. You think it was from moving, or did you change foods? No, I, I think maybe I just had a just ate something off. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. What, how long uh, I talked to the company, this company sent me a bunch of waist trainers because I, I really like theirs. And uh, the girl told me that runs the place. It's called Skinny Roadie. I'll put the description in the, put the link in the description. Um, the girl told me to wear it for four hours a day. It's fucking hard, man. Two hours in the morning, two hours at night. That's right. <laughs> she said four hours is the minimum. She said some of her clients were running for eight hours a day. I'm like, this shit fucking hurts. Like, yeah, it's but not- I don't think it would hurt over time. Well, obviously, but every time it but doesn't hurt. I mean, I think you've got to break through that barrier. I know, but what I'm trying to say is I think every time it doesn't hurt, you probably have to go to a smaller size, and it's going to hurt again. small your waist is it. Can you imagine if I had, like, Patrick Moore's waist? I'd yeah, kill- that's what I'm going for. I'm I'd thinking, kill everybody. If, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I have this muscle and I just make it all look more, yeah. like, in- the condition better, the same as if not better than the Arnold, with a couple of inches off my waist, with more detail in all my shots. Yeah, yeah. So if I have, if I have Patrick Moore's waist, I win the Olympia next year. There's no problem. You haven't got any arms yet, have you? you haven't been I don't need them. I just have this massive back and this massive legs and a tiny little but, fucking. Yeah, but you've got one arm. How's the other? One? <laughs> you know it's fucked up. The arm I tore is was my good arm, so now I have two shit arms. Oh, yeah. But if I have Patrick Moore's waist, it won't matter. That's true. Patrick Moore's waist is impressive. I'll just shoot a whole bunch of synthol in both my arms. It'll be fine. Yeah. That's the best part of my blood pressure being normal. I can get back on. Oh, wait. I, I, I'm not supposed to say that. I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not supposed to talk. Funny, but as soon as you, as soon as the blood pressure. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm going to let it settle for a couple more weeks. I'll go like, like you're gonna marinate in health for a while. <laughs> I'll let it go like <laughs> like eight weeks, and then I'll be like, okay, I'm good. No, the plan, the plan all along, even from the very beginning, Dante was like, just give me sixty days. Yeah. 
So the plan all along was eight weeks. So I'll stick out Dante's the eight weeks. Genius, I love it when he just casually says he can fix stuff. He's like, yeah. I've got AIDS. He's like, I can fix that. <laughs> he's but like, he's been... need you need this tea and you need yeah. this herb. Yeah. You need to take um, co- coenzyme Q10 four times a day. Yeah. Boom, cured. But it fucking works. Yeah, it fucking, everything he told me to do, it fucking worked. And I'm like, this is insane. He's like, almost like the ultimate bro scientist, I think. No, he's not, because everything he told me to take, he actually sent me a study for yeah, it. I know. Well, what I mean is the way he breaks things down and he explains it, he never puts the science behind it. He just fucking... Yeah. He, he knows the science behind it, but he That's doesn't, I mean, he doesn't, but he doesn't explain it. Yeah. No, he just impl- he explains it in the most basic terms. Because he knows we're all fucking meatheads and nobody will understand anything he's saying. If he... And then you have Scott, Scott Stevenson, who's the, the nicest guy in the world. I don't have a fucking clue what that guy's talking about. That's like, I have a friend who's a chiropractor, uh, Jordan Shallows. Yeah. He tries to explain things to me in the gym about how to move so my body feels better. He might as well be speaking fucking French. I have no idea what he's talking about. You're Canadian. You should speak French. I don't speak French. What kind of Canadian are you? It's only a small portion of Canada that speaks French. It's weird that because whenever I'm in Canada and all the signs are in French and English, I'm like, this is weird. Where is they? Where are they French and English? On the, on the food, on your food and stuff, but not on the signs on the on the buildings and shit. No, but I mean, I know. I mean, like roadsides all the time. Sometimes, yeah. Depends the only place in the UK we that I know of that we have that is when you're going into Wales. And yeah. It's all in Welsh or English. Welsh or English? Yeah. Why is Welsh actually a different language? Completely fucking different made up language. <laughs> 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 like if you hear people speaking Welsh, it sounds like they're trying to hock up a fucking booger. Is that like, is that why, is that why I don't like talking to Flex Lewis? No, Flex Lewis speaks English in a, in a Welsh accent. Yeah. Because like, my, my granddad's Welsh and he used to speak it. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? I remember being at a club with Flex Lewis and it was his accent mixed with the really loud music. Yeah. I had no fucking idea what he was saying. But it was just his accent, I think. <laughs> I sometimes struggle. Yeah. But the, um, the, yeah, the, uh, so we don't have that. So I find that really strange in Canada. But I think it's very odd to live in a country but where there's a portion of it. Because if you went to some parts of Montreal, they wouldn't understand what we're saying. Uh, a lot of them speak English. Yeah, but there's a lot of places where there's just French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't. They probably don't even speak English themselves. A lot of people in Mont- in, in Quebec don't speak English. No, that's so strange, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Fuck, it's. That's just yeah, it is. I guess I don't know. I never thought about it. Yeah, but I find it just as strange that Welsh people speak Welsh, and the fact that Welsh people exist that don't speak English. Why? It's their separate little area. Why would yeah, they speak? Wales is fucking tiny. <laughs> so <laughs> you've got like cities in in like the states and Canada that are probably bigger than Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like they have parts of Wales where they don't speak English, and they have their own language that I'm pretty sure is made up. <laughs> because look at some Welsh words. And, yeah. they, and they don't make but the thing about Welsh is which is worse than English is that their words are so long and they almost never sound anything like they're written okay so, but, but when so it's like it's like you're trying to read Japanese yeah English. you don't have a clue what those letters mean you no sounds yeah that's what Welsh is to me huh yeah so, I don't I don't know it's, why it's but there's, like, there's lots of like Gaelic other Gaelic languages, yeah, just because they're so old. I think that's what kind of makes Welsh cool, is because it's it's a very old, not really used language, especially obviously in England. Yeah, yeah. Weird. There's lots of languages in like Scotland and things that like Gaelic. It's. 
I don't know much about it, but I just do know that these little languages exist, and it's pretty fucking crazy when you think about it. Well, it's just different cultures passed on. Passed yeah, but on what I'm there. saying is, especially in the UK, it's so small here, and there's yeah. so few people that speak it. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, here in, in, in Quebec, they speak French. Here we speak English. But all the kids coming up, you're supposed to take French in most, almost all your classes. Like, and growing up in grade school, they, they put you in a French class. But then you get to high school, and it's elective at that point. How far away is Quebec from you in miles? Uh, in kilometers, it's like 500, 600 kilometers to Quebec. That's probably about how close I am to France. Yeah, so you should fucking speak French, too. I did, I did take French at school. Well, I find it actually fascinating. Most people in Europe speak like two or three or four languages. Are you there? No? Wait, I lost you for a minute. Say that again. So I said my auntie speaks four, four languages because she, yeah. she lives in London. Um, London fuck out. She lives in Luxembourg, so she yeah. speaks English, French, and German, but I think she also speaks something else maybe, maybe japanese or something yeah, yeah. But, how did you fit japanese in there business i guess <laughs> okay. but i know she speaks some other obscure language that's nothing related to europe yeah yeah um so it's pretty like and, and her kids all speak they speak english french and german just as their they don't have a first language they're all the languages yeah i don't yeah i get that it's like when i work for jackson as well when they speak yeah, it's very strange. When I went to when I worked for SciTech, all the people there, the athletes that were from Hungary and all the people that worked in the offices, yeah. They all spoke like honestly three or four languages. One girl spoke seven languages. I'm like, what it's the fuck? Is, I mean, I don't understand that. I don't because a lot of people say when you're so fluent in a language you start to think in the language. Yeah. Can you imagine knowing another language as well as English? <laughs> then thinking I just it. can't even imagine it. I do that a little bit because I speak Arabic too. Oh, you do? Yeah, not. It's like I probably speak it like at a grade eight level. That's pretty good. Like I'm not like if conversation in Arabic. Yeah, like if you drop me in Lebanon, I could speak Arabic and get by. I just I shoot. Do you think the longer you were there, the more you pick it up and you buy like within like yeah, yeah, it would come back to me because even when I go to my mom's, I speak Arabic with my mom, and if I'm sitting there for like three hours before before I've left, I'm already like feeling more fluent. Do you have a very thick Canadian accent? When you, in, I sp- in the- half the words I use are English. So I'll, say, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say like a sentence, and then when I run out of like idea, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that word is. I'll say it in Canadian, <laughs> and then but my mom speaks like a little Canadian, so she knows what I'm saying. So I'm like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, it's like perfect. It's like perfect. Yeah, it just it just all meshes together. <laughs> but um, they made fun of me in in I think I went to Dubai. They made fun of me when I tried to speak English, Arabic. So now I'm like self-conscious about it. So I don't do it anymore. Oh, you have to, man. No, I'm just do it with my, I speak it with my mom and that's good enough. Maybe because your mom is like, she has you, you, you two have your own little gibberish version. Yeah. She knows I can. That's exactly it. So when you speak to actually people and you're in the country that they're speaking their language, you probably sound like a relative. I, I was in the car with uh, four guys and they said, they said, we're going to go play. We're going to go play. That was how, they, that's the translation. Okay. In Arabic, that's how you say it. And I'm like, why do you guys keep saying you're going to go play? And they're like, well, what do you say? And I'm like, I'm going to go train. And I said it in Arabic and they fucking all burst out laughing. 
Because you probably, like, you probably want to translate the word train to the word, like, actual the transportation, a train. No, I know the word train. <laughs> <laughs> I know the word train. <laughs> so, Oops. anyway. So, that was the end of my, uh, that was the end of me trying to speak Arabic with them. I just, like, fuck you guys. I'm just going to speak English from now on. That's so funny. So, anyway. I kind of do wish I could speak another language. Maybe it's something I'll learn one day when I'm bored. Yeah, I always say that. I don't never. I don't think I ever have the patience to. But no. so, what's uh, what are you? Are you doing the Arnold? What are you doing next year? Oh, fuck that. No, I'm not doing anything till much later next year. I need a few months to you know let my body rest, let my mind kind of get that uh, that itch. Focus. Yeah, I just think I just think I'm mentally and physically burnt out. It doesn't you- take long to recharge. Yeah, because I miss it and I love the structure. Um, but just too much of a good thing for too long is not good. What are you going to do uh, now that Ben's gone? I saw your post, your weepy post about Ben. Yeah, mate, that really actually hit me pretty hard. <laughs> like in the morning after we left, when I woke up, I was just packing my suitcase on my own. And it hit me like a fucking bazooka. Why, why he, la- he had left already? He'd already gone. And he just hit me like a, fu- like a rocket launcher. And I was like, fuck. Well, I know how that feels. Your fucking buddy that you usually travel with is all of a sudden now fucked off. He's fucking gone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it, that was really really hit me hard. I didn't because I think I just put it to the back of my mind for a while, and neither of us had kind of talked about it. We hadn't faced it. Yeah. Like, fuck. So now he's in Texas, and you're there. Yeah. And are you, did you find a training partner? Or are you going to, are you just going to well, do your I'm, own I'm moving, I'm moving closer to the gym I train in because I fucking hate the traffic here. I've told you countless times. Yeah. It takes me, I live 35 away, but I have to go across a toll, across a bridge, across a river. Yeah. And the traffic is so bad. Sometimes it takes me three hours to get home. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm moving yeah. Closer. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So I'm moving closer to the gym, which puts me a lot closer to James Hollingshead. So we're going to start putting our heads together and start training more of them together. Can I ask you a question? Is it Hollings Head or Hollings Shed? Hollings, I, will, I say Hollings Head. Fucking Paul was right. I fucking ripped on Paul for a good 15 minutes one day. It's Hollings Because he said Hollings Head. And I said, it's Hollings Shed. It's, I think it's Hollings Head. <laughs> okay, but for a backstory, Paul fucks up everybody's name. Yeah. So I thought he was just fucking up <laughs> James <laughs> <laughs> But, um, um, but yeah, they, that, so that should be really interesting for both of us because I'm sure we'll both make a ton of progress training together. Well, yeah, you guys are you guys are both strong as fuck. I mean, that's going to be crazy. Well, but <clears throat> the thing is, neither of us have that want or need to train that heavy anymore. Yeah, but you're still gonna. It's yeah, not, I mean, it's not we're not we're not going to be doing like eight or nine plate squats or anything. No, 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 no. But you don't have to anymore. You already built the muscle. Exactly. Okay, so we're, you're thinking summertime then. Yeah, I mean, I want to maybe start a diet in like March. Yeah, because I could do March to September quite comfortably. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, are you going to take time now to uh, resolve the issues with your ex girlfriend or what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty no, much. Things are, things are things are looking great. Oh wait, are you serious? Talking to her? Yeah, things are looking. Fine. I totally just fucking made that up. I was yeah, just, I think just the, a, I think fine. Everything is on a, in a good path. How did things get better? You were dieting. How the fuck did things get better? Uh, well, I haven't been dieting for eight days. It's a lot of eight days. Oh, so all this happened in eight days. <laughs> uh, more, no, I think it's just more. I just think I just I learned so much this last eleven months of dieting. A lot about myself. 
how much yeah. mentally I can tolerate, how much I can stand, how much of a dick I can be and realizing and accepting that and not being that way and how actually easy it is to not be that way whilst being like two or three weeks out from the show. Um, yeah, I'm surprised she's still waiting for you though. Mate, look at it. Of course she's still <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what i mean i'm surprised she's still waiting for you <laughs> she's uh she's punching above she's punching mate. I'm, uh, she's punching she's <laughs> punching down for sure no, I, yeah, I i i am punching so bad it's insane <laughs> i look at her and i'm like how um yeah but no it's um no it's it's everything's fine at the moment it's more just it's it, it's not enough to be like yeah everything's great but it's enough to know that it, to be optimistic is there's a reason to be. I'm not. It's not just in my head. Like everything's in a, in a nice place. Where I don't. I don't want to rush anything. Very early days. Yeah. But I would consider it enough to say I'm. I'm now officially off the market. Oh. That's so the. Like... That's how. That. That's me. That's probably me being overly optimistic. But if there's any kind of chance there, I'd rather pursue that than someone else. Right well, that's going to hurt some feelings because I've had some messages sent my way. Oh, people and it's you know what the fuck i can't help but think this but every time i get a message i'm like this girl likes anal yeah probably <laughs> they fucking they message me and they're like uh can you tell luke to message me or is luke gonna be and i usually i just delete them but uh but it's just i can't help but think to myself i'm like you know what we talk about like and you're yeah, still I'm sure they're all fine with it apparently Apparently, but, uh, they're good to go. Uh, that's a loss, I'm afraid. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm one of those people that I don't really, I've never been that way where I just chat with loads of girls at one time. No, I know that. Yeah. I, don't, you, I just can't I can tell. do it. I just, I just can't do it. Like, I have a, too much of a conscience. Yeah. If I'm even just talking to her a tiny bit, Yeah. based on the fact that we were together for almost two years, me talking to some other girls would be disrespectful to the situation. I agree. And if it did progress more, to yeah. something where we're actually going to meet up and whatever, then it it would be bad if she found out. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? She'd be like, you're fucking around the whole time. Yeah, and so I'm not prepared to do that. Just in case. When, I was, when I was dating, I was always 100% honest with every fucking girl. And it, even if it was like bad honest, like I was, I was like, look, I don't want anything to do with you. I just want to fucking have fun. Yeah. I always was like 100%. I didn't, mm-hmm. I've never been that kind of guy to like, juggle like fucking four girls yeah and shit exactly and, and i think it's horrible and i've like i've always tried to be that way i just i just i don't understand how some guys can have a can cheat on their girlfriends like quite easily no like, but i'm i'm not even talking about cheating i'm talking about if a guy's single no no no, 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 no not, yeah. not even that but like not even not cheating physically how they can have a girlfriend and, and be messaging like 10 different girls oh i don't know how they do and that have a girlfriend <laughs> I, I can't even chat with 10 girls of them i know <laughs> You cut yeah, out. You cut out there. You cut out there after the ten girls. I just think I just, the whole thing is really odd. I feel like it's honestly, it's way too much work. And also, I don't care enough to remember which conversations which. Yeah, that's uh, true. Well, that's what I mean by work. Like it's like I have like all these fucking girls. I gotta fucking remember who's who and what I talk it's to like them cl- about. Cliff, cliff notes. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just honestly, it's too much fucking work. I don't know how. And we both know the guys on the circuit that are doing it. Get and off. I'm like, and I don't know how the fuck they do it. And they just, they, I, one, one, one they don't get caught. One, they don't get caught. Yeah. And two, it's like, it seems so easy for them. Yeah, it, but it probably would be easy if we actually tried. Maybe it would be really easy. You think it just takes some practice? No, I think it, yeah, I'm really awkward to begin with. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and no, no, I just think it's like, 
I think if you just have the confidence to do it, then I think is and I because I think most for the most part when you're like say you're at the Olympia level, most of the girls in the industry are going to know who you are. Yeah, you're going to yeah. be on somewhat of a pedestal just because of how far you've gone. Yeah, I think you taking an interest in them a lot of the time, they might take that as a huge compliment to their ego, a big ego boost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter how ugly we are because we're both pretty fucking ugly, mate. Let's be honest. Well, I've I've down I've downgraded my level a little bit since I lost my hair and shit, but I wasn't <laughs> ugly before. <laughs> I'm uglier now for sure. But, you're married, you're but I got married as soon as my hair started falling out. I got married, so I was yeah, like, she's locked into a legally binding contract. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, it's just you know. So I think there's a lot of the I think in this industry, I think maybe it would. I I don't know, but I'd imagine for some guys it's easier. I think it's a practice. Maybe. I do. Cause it's like, it's like if you killed somebody, like if you killed somebody, the next time you kill somebody, it's going to be easier. But the other thing is as well in this, in this, in this, <laughs> reason, like I wouldn't be an expert. I wouldn't go out to a booth, try and chat up a girl. And she's like, fuck off. And I, All right. And then crack onto another. Cause I'd imagine that they talk. And yeah. Some guys don't care though. It's so weird. I would hate that reputation. I remember talk, a long way back. I remember talking to a girl that would, used to laugh at Cedric because he didn't know. Oh shit! I shouldn't say names. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to edit this whole fucking part out. <laughs> but apparently, I had a friend who would uh, talk to one girl and then talk to the other girl and talk to another girl, and they would all tell the one girl that I was friends with what he was doing, and yeah, he and he thought none of them knew. He started messaging my girlfriend. Did he really? Do I have to cut his name out of this? I probably do, eh? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just, just beep, just beep it out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> beep it out. But yeah, he was messaging. He was messaging my like I say, my girlfriend, my ex, the one you're trying to get back together with. Yeah, he was messaging her, and she was like, "I'm with you're doing the army with, with Luke." So yeah. there was a clue to people, and he was like, "Oh shit, I'm so sorry," and then just stopped. Whereas well, some of the dicks would try and yeah. At least you got to say, at least he had enough respect. Yeah. To uh, to stop messaging. It's not like some of the guys that I've, I've had guys talk to my wife and be like, do you really like that? You really like bodybuilders? Like you really like a guy that big? And I'm like, you fucking know me. You, you know me. Yeah. And you're going to talk to my fucking wife yeah. and you're trying to like, like that's like the ultimate in like shithead behavior. Like, yeah, it is. I'm like, how the fuck do you even, how do you do that and still have a conscience? But, like, that, but that's a lot of that is to do with their insecurities as well, I believe. I know, but where because do you... I think most men would want to be a lot more muscular than they are. I don't necessarily think that. I just think some guys are fucking cocksuckers, and they're like, "I'm going to try and bang this girl, even if I have to shit talk." A huge car that you said, though. Huh? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. What'd you say? Okay, so it's the equivalent if you had an absolutely like giant dick like this fucking big, right? Yeah. Well, who's to say I don't? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, body yeah, it, trunks. Yeah, um, <laughs> so like, if you, if you had a dick that big and it was common knowledge, or like you just say you were a porn star and you were known for having just an enormous dick, right? Yeah, yeah. Other guys would go to, like, to your wife, to his wife, and just be like, "Do you really like it that big?" No, they wouldn't. No, they would. They would. Of course, they would. no, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. No, because no guy thinks it could be too big. I think they do. Mo, okay. I've never bumped into a guy who's like, my dick's too big. <laughs> I wish it wasn't this big. 
Yeah, but because that's probably very rare, and they're probably making millions doing porn. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you anyway, that big, you can become a wealth. The point I'm trying to get to is, if you find out, if you're talking to a girl and you find out she uh, has a man, and then you shit on the guy, you're the ultimate dick. Oh, 100%. Because most normal dudes would just be like, oh, you're with that guy? Okay, well, if you don't know the guy, maybe you might still try and pursue it. But if you fucking know the guy and you still go you through mean, with if you it, know the guy, you shouldn't have said anything in the first place. Well, because, I mean, sometimes you can know somebody and not know who they're dating. Yeah, that's true. Right? So let's say you knew the guy, and then, or let's say you talk to the girl, she says the guy's name, and you know who he is, and you still pursue, then you're a cocksucker. Like yeah. the ultimate cocksucker yeah so anyway um all right buddy so what are we doing that's it you got anything else to, say, to talk about no i'm good i've got the back door open it's really cold uh-huh. and i've only it's... eaten one meal today yeah but who cares you're taking the time off it doesn't matter it's, it's probably better it's, it's probably it's probably better for you i'm so hungry why don't you get your girlfriend to come over and cook some food for you she lives two hours away she's not my girlfriend yet <laughs> i can't wait are you gonna announce like the actual consummation of your relationship on this consummation uh, on this on this show like what? consummation live on, on instagram live <laughs> live <laughs> the musical um, <laughs> i'm pretty private um, yeah yeah you're real private no because i haven't said her name I, I never posted about her for like two years really um which i think she hated um, why didn't you post about her I just, i'm just private i don't know it's just I'm pretty private too, but I still post them on my, my wife. That was something that I didn't realize <laughs> as much as it does. They care, man. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I think because of what we do, because like, I don't know, you, I, don't, I don't know how many followers you have, but probably a few hundred thousand. Yeah. I have a few hundred thousand and I think they think there's probably so many girls messaging us that they want to, <laughs> not that there is, that's not true, but that's probably what they think. So they probably want the world to know that you know, there are girls. Yeah, no, I mean, I always just look at Instagram for me. Just Instagram to me is just bodybuilding. Like I don't have any, I don't really do anything much personal on there anyway. Apart from like DMing like with friends and stuff um, and sending each other memes, that kind of shit. I don't follow yeah. friends. I don't follow my family. Yeah. Post about stuff like that much. I post about my, my kids a little bit because I think it's kind of important. Um, but I don't, but I do more of that stuff on Facebook. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I don't get like detailed about my life, but, no, like, but I, I mean, do. I do in the terms of bodybuilding. Yeah, that's what I mean. For me, it's just it's just Luke Sander, the bodybuilder, not Luke Sander. Yeah. So, but then again, I didn't. I never considered the feelings of her when that it is important to share your all that kind of stuff. And it, I, it didn't register with me until she told me afterwards, and I was like, I didn't even really think about it like that. Yeah. I think though, if you want to, if you look at some of the people who are doing really well, like I never kind of realized this, but like, if you look at like Seth Ferrosi, for example, or even Flex Lewis, they do show a lot of their personal life. And I think it kind of helps, uh, it kind of helps your own career. So I don't know. I've, I've always had a tough time with that, but I've tried to show more lately. So like I, you know, I, I think it matters. I think it does matter a lot. It's just something I never thought that did matter, but now I know, I know differently. I think I thought it mattered. I just didn't want to do it. I wanted to keep everybody insulated because you know there's a lot of fucking trolls and shit, and I don't want people around me to get hurt by fucking you still assholes. Get a lot of trolls. 
Um, yeah, I mean, not, not, not tons, not tons. Like I'll put it this way. If I get a hundred comments, there's three or four assholes in there. Yeah. Where the fuck are these people? Why do it, man? Dude, it's just random. Like, it's just like, I put a video on my YouTube of me and my friends going to the racetrack, uh, the other day. And this guy freaks out. He's like, oh, look at all you guys, all your daddy's money. I'm like, yeah. Like. My fucking dad was a welder. He used to make 20 grand a year. What are you fucking talking about? But it's just, they just, people just, man, even, even like the, even something so tame as like, I posted a day in the life video where I went on a long road trip. Yeah. The guy posts a comment and he's like, why don't you stick to bodybuilding, man? We don't need to watch this stuff. And I'm like, don't watch it. Why are you fucking commenting? Like, what do you, what the fuck is wrong with you? So you still get like, I still get some here and there, but it's not like crazy. It's all, yeah, it's never, it's never horrendous, but it's always like, oh, fuck off. And then, like, when I, when I put that video out with my terrible, that video blew up because I was you cut out, you, mental. Like, you cut out for a second there. When you put the video up, that what? The lawnmower. Oh. <laughs> People messaged and commented about that fucking lawnmower. I've been getting that message since you mentioned it on our show. <laughs> insane like it's it's not even that bad i still haven't seen it i'm gonna go i want to see the one there's a little one minute trailer on my on my feed go and check it out and I, I, i'm just pushing around a fly mo and because obviously where i'm big it looks really small yeah but it's just everyone's like, what kind of lawnmower is that bro it's always like <laughs> americans are like dude what kind of fucking lawnmower is that man and it's like it's a fucking like it's a kind that cuts grass just fine no. it doesn't need to be a monster truck it's got to it be a john it's got to be a john deere man it's got to be a john deere it cuts the fucking grass if i had my way i have one of those ones that you push and the momentum of it turns yeah. the wind turns yeah. the blades and it's solid yeah. that's what i you know what I love? I love that you're so pissed off about the lawnmower thing. Yeah, but it's like it's a whole video with lots of cool stuff in it, and everyone's like, "Your lawnmower is shit." But you know the <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking that really gets me, man. You know when you put out a video and you're like, "Okay, this is good. I put a lot of effort into this one," and they pick out some small, insignificant yeah, fucking fuck thing. Yeah. But the fact that you keep bringing up the lawnmower, you know, it's just going to make it worse, right? I know. Like, I'm going to get, like, 50 DMs after this video yeah, about no. ha- hashtag. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If somebody wants to DM me, I'll give you my uh, – and I'll put on my Amazon – I'm going to put on my Amazon wish list about 10 incredible lawnmowers. And I'm going to post my Amazon <laughs> wish list on my story. And if any of you fuckers out there want to put your money where your mouth is and buy me an obnoxious American lawnmower, be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> now you're attacking the whole nation. You're fucked. You can't do that. No, or 10 people listening will be like, I'll get my lawnmower. All right. Let's look. All right, that's what we're doing. This is the Luke's fund. We're doing a go. We're doing a go. And Shimmer. We're doing a GoFundMe for Luke's lawn care. All right, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, it needs doing again. The back garden's horrendous. It looks like something a Jurassic. I, I dare you to film it next time. And just, do, just do a video of just you cutting do you know the grass. What I, do you know, what I've just thought about for a new Redcon video is me yeah. going to a garden center and buying a really fucking stupid over-the-top lawnmower, coming back to my house and mowing the lawn with this incredible <laughs> America with Team America playing in the background. No, and you know what? No. People will watch it. No, it's better if you do the opposite. Film yourself cutting the grass with the shitty lawnmower and just what, get with, people with, with, with the horrendous lawn. Yeah, just get people fucking riled right up. Yeah, it's 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 funny annoying people with like because these these things in my ears. People freak out about them. Oh, 
oh my god it like we're well, used to it, people are used to it now but yeah. when i first did any kind of redcon videos everyone's like look at his ears <laughs> like, when Sean Ray was taught on the, on the Olympic on the Olympic commentary, was like selling that I had cool earrings. So Sean Ray thinks I'm cool. That's not good. Yes, he said I had Sean, cool Sean Ray's not cool though. No, he's not. He wears eyeliner. And <laughs> Have you ever worn eyeliner before? Have I ever worn eyeliner before? No, never. It's weird. Never, even for Halloween, never. Oh yeah, it's Halloween in like what six weeks? Yeah, it's Halloween. You, have you worn high eyeliner? Yeah. For what? Um, for a costume, and I had a photo shoot, which was a styled photo shoot. Like for your rock, eye. for your it's rock a, band shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like makeup on it, but in the right. in, but in the shots, you can't tell we're wearing it. That's okay. That's different. Sean Ray wears it like just to go out to for, for dinner and shit. <laughs> Do you reckon he still does? <laughs> I don't know. It's like <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think it's the creepiest thing ever when you see a woman putting eyeliner on. We used to, I used to work with a guy uh, at SciTech who I will mention. No, I, I probably shouldn't mention because okay. he's a fucking troll himself, but he used to put on eyeliner before going out to the booth and Pam spray and used to pump up behind the thing before going out. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, well, people are going to be taking photos, bro. Yeah. So why are you wearing eyeliner? You fucking knob. I don't but you obviously can tell he's not a bodybuilder. So yeah, like odd. bodybuilders um, wouldn't do that. No, unless you're Sean Ray. Have you, ever seen your, have you ever seen your wife put eyeliner on? Yeah, where they're like going like this and they're uh, like, working. what are they doing? How are you <laughs> thought that was a good idea? Because it looks like you've just got a pencil and they're like, you're just Stick, sticking it in their eye. And just sticking a pencil really close to their retina. But it looks good when they're done. It looks good when it's on, but when they're doing it, I'm just like, look. <laughs> you know that scene in, in Ace Ventura when he's poking his eyeball and he's torturing that guy? <laughs> You're fucked. some kinky stuff and she could take a spot by putting her eyeliner on. It's just too... <laughs> You're fucked up, man. <laughs> um, all right. Go eat. I'm going to put this up. Hopefully everybody likes that You're back. Um, for next week, because it's been so long, we didn't get to the other comments. For next week, put all of your topics you want us to discuss in the comments section. Yeah, because eventually we'll probably cover at least one of them. Yeah, we'll get to something. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just picking up a really... What we're doing is when the, when the show gets stale, which is probably going to be very soon, we've got a whole bag of topics to pull from which aren't yeah. our ideas so, so we're we're using you guys to give us no fuck off listen <laughs> <laughs> we will get to them we'll get to at least five of them i promise so yes but don't put don't don't really put questions though put topics like try and put topics that we can discuss not just questions that are good for a you segment of the show every week when the last like 20 minutes is us discussing two or two or three of the topics that are the theme from last week all right that's what we'll do so in the comment section below, put your topics, questions, whatever. We'll figure it out next week. Yes, we will. All right, brother. All right, you have I'll a good week. You okay, too, man. man. Take it easy.